So it's good to be here with you this morning. Uh, a few years ago, the, uh, the great preacher, Lloyd Ogilvie, Reverend Lloyd Ogilvie, he's a Presbyterian uh, minister and uh, a good friend of the parish that I was at in St. Monica's in Santa Monica. He, he had also been the, uh, the chaplain to the United States Senate, and he was there uh, as the chaplain during the, the 9-11 attack on this country. And so if you look at the list of the, the, the best preachers in the country, he's still in the top 10 of those preachers. And he was invited to speak at, at uh, the Catholic Church, so he's Presbyterian. And uh, at the beginning of his uh, homily, his reflections, he said, you know, when I was a young minister, the first uh, time I was a, a pastor in a parish in, in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, he said, one day a parishioner came in and, and said, uh, Reverend, I am really upset at the church and at you. And, and uh, so... Uh, Reverend Ogilvie said, well, what's, what seems to be the problem? And he said, you follow me and I'll show you. So he brought me outside and showed me a sign. And he said, now, I think it's terrible on, for a Christian church to have a sign like that that says Presbyterians only. And Reverend Ogilvie said, oh, you look at it a little more carefully. It says, pedestrians only. <laughs> and and uh, so Reverend Ogilvie said, and I feel like that today, that uh, in a Catholic parish, you've invited me to come here and speak. And, and it doesn't say Catholics only. It says, it says you are welcoming everybody to come here, all those who believe in Jesus Christ. On this day... On Pentecost Sunday, the church, in, in all of its uh, full-throated, invites everyone to come to celebrate the birthday of the church, the beginning of this wonderful gift of the Holy Spirit, of the living God to all of us, to give us hope of eternal life. Uh, a few years ago, I was on sabbatical in, on the West Coast uh, at Berkeley, of all places, and Crazy things happen there, and and uh, one Sunday, I heard this uh, this priest preach. Actually, it was Pentecost Sunday. He preached what I thought was the most moving homily that I have heard on Pentecost. Now, uh, this priest had been raised a Southern Baptist, and he uh, he never abandoned the like the spirit and the tradition of preaching uh, with with a lot of uh, gusto, the, go the gospel. And so he brought that into the church with him. And he said at the beginning, he said, uh, you know, uh, he said, my faith is Catholic, but my religion, and this was something, you might say here, uh, my faith is Catholic, but my religion is Ohio State football, or I would say uh, Notre Dame, fighting Irish football. But in, in any case, his, he said, my faith is Catholic, but my religion is the opera. He said, I love the opera. And, and he said, in this religion, there are, there are levels, like as Catholics, we have Christians, we have saints, and we have people that we revere, 
and then we have uh, the angels and archangels, and then at the very top is, is the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, the Holy Trinity. He said, in this religion, the opera, we have these, these uh, performers who come, they have beautiful voices, they're talented, they're good actors, but when you go to the opera and you experience them, you know they're, they're acting. And then that's the first level. He said the next level, equivalent to those angels and archangels, would be those, those wonderful opera singers like Luciano Pavarotti and Jesse Norman and people like that. He said they, they not only are talented and good actors, but they, they actually make you forget that they're acting at all. They, they become part of, they become part of the, the show that they're, that they're sharing with us. And then he said, at the very top in this religion, in the place of God, is a goddess. And he said, what she does, he said her name is Maria Callas from La Scala. Imagine singing in the best opera house in the world. What she does, not only is she so wonderfully talented and, and a great actress and, and a great performer, stunning, stunningly beautiful, but she, she uh, not only makes you forget that she's acting, she actually draws you in, pulls you into, into uh, the very, the very uh, life of the opera. And, and he said, now for me, that's what the Holy Spirit does for us on Pentecost. It's not just a show. It is God, the Holy Spirit, reaching out with the fire of God's love, embracing every single one of us as a mother and as a father would, and welcoming us into the very family of God. So, in a profound way, this day, we are celebrating not just the birthday of the church, but that we are all members in a profound way, members of a family, the family of God. In Philadelphia, Pope Francis, just this past September, he said, the family is God's masterpiece, meaning the best thing that God ever did was to create the family. And we should do everything we can to support it, to strengthen it, to bless it, to pray for it, all of that. And the great family that is shaped by the fire, the coming of the Holy Spirit, is, uh, is our way to remember always that no matter what happens to us, what difficulties we go through, we are part of this family and nothing can uh, shake us loose from that family. Because of the Holy Spirit because of the great feast that we share today. Uh, I come from a, a, a tradition in, in the Congregation of Holy Cross at the University of Notre Dame and, and uh, Father Patrick Payton that says, the family that prays together stays together. As long as we keep praying together as a family, doesn't, doesn't make up for all the flaws in our families, but it gives us a chance, a chance to keep that family together and to survive. So... The family that prays together stays together. God bless all of the families who are present here, but especially God bless the family of all those who are brought to life, strengthened, nourished by the Holy Spirit, especially around the altar of the Lord.